You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Well, the National Party delegates and the party faithful didn't have a weekend off. This was their party conference weekend, so it was all guns blazing as the faithful gathered together to hear how New Zealand would look under a national government and more specifically how national was going to get them the votes that would enable them to form a government. They didn't really introduce anything new and experimental. The party stuck to its greatest hits, fixing the economy, pointing out Labour's out-of-control spending, and the big one, law and order. The policies announced were largely around law and order, among them imposing a new 40% limit on the amount by which a judge can reduce a sentence. A victim's advocate is welcoming National's plan. Ruth Money says while a judge's discretion is important, some discounts had got way out of control and did not give justice to victims. Last year I had a sentencing. The person has suppression, so we can't go with names, but he had six victim survivors, multiple serious sexual violence charges. You know, Five of them were 20-year imprisonment charges, two of them were 10 years, and there were one at least of seven. So the judge started at seven and a half years and we sat there and listened to how there was a discount for a guilty plea, there was a 40% discount for mental health and youth and the defence actually wanted a 50% plus another 8%. So it went from seven and a half years down to 12 months home detention. It was a 73% discount but my victims were sitting there hearing a starting point of seven and a half years and we ended up at home detention, and they've been sexually violated in the most serious way. It's Ruth Money talking to Mike Hosking this morning. She's a victim's advocate. And I absolutely agree that victims need to feel that they have received justice, not just that they have sat there and witnessed the law being administered. But often the perpetrator's background does make a difference. It's not an excuse, but it is an explanation. The 13-year-old who killed Aaron Kumar, the dairy owner, I believe he was a victim as well as somebody who took a life. He was found guilty of manslaughter. The 14-year-old suffered a serious traumatic brain injury when he was struck by a vehicle at the age of eight and fractured his skull, leading to seizures and fits. He needed calm, quiet, dark rooms, a gradual reintegration into school. He didn't get that. His home life was an absolute bombsite of domestic violence and drug use. His mother drank alcohol heavily and took drugs during her pregnancy. He had symptoms of fetal alcohol syndrome. He was addicted to synthetic cannabis by the age of 13 at the time of the attack on Mr. Kumar and was living in a house used by drug takers. According to his brother, the boy was often a zombie because of his addiction to sinnies. And during the trial, his lawyer asked, did anybody do anything to help him with his addiction? His brother answered, my mum done something to help him with his addiction. The lawyer, what was that? She was giving him marijuana. So she thought that was better than the sinnies. And in her world, probably right. A neighbour alerted Sif that the boy at the age of three and a younger sibling were left in the care of their sisters aged 12 and 13. The older children weren't enrolled in school and they often left the preschoolers home alone. The parents were never seen and the situation for the children was dangerous. 
So this went on and on. There's a, a, a good piece by Jared Savage uh, who wrote about how this boy was created. The judge said an expert had told the court the teenager's brain injury made him extremely vulnerable to complex situations. Again, not an excuse, but an explanation for how a 13-year-old could commit such a senseless, stupid, violent act that robbed a family of a husband and father. And that's why I support the fact National's basing its law and order policy on two pillars, punishment and rehabilitation. Ruth Money herself said the same, and she's the victim's advocate. It's important that prisoners on remand can access rehabilitation, as currently nearly a quarter of them spend their entire sentence on remand, during which time they're unable to access even the most basic of services. There's absolutely no doubt that Labour has reduced the numbers of people in prison. The prison population has fallen by 20%. And they're saying it's going to be really expensive to put more people back in prison. But the cost of crime on society is expensive. (laughs) I mean, just look at the numbers of security guards having to be employed by just about every retail store. And criminals have to be punished, otherwise we lose faith in the justice system and we lose faith in our authorities and we lose faith in each other. If you do wrong, you have to be seen to be being punished. But at the same time, criminals must be rehabilitated as best they can be. Otherwise, it's just an expensive money go round and a complete and utter waste of human potential. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.